0: That which is of eternal significance is worth pursuing and protecting. Now, contending for the faith. 7.7 billion people call planet Earth home. Sadly, 152,000 people died today, 152,000 died yesterday and 152,000 will die tomorrow. According to the CDC, 2.8 million people die annually in America alone. From America to Antarctica to Australia, most people have no clue where they will spend eternity opposed to sit on the sidelines, we elected to get in the game, regardless of providing relief during natural disasters, distributing food and clothes to the poor, helping eradicate human sex trafficking nationally and globally, influencing influencers, motivating world-class athletes, investing in students at public and private school assemblies. Ministering to powerful politicians, counseling heads of state, or preaching the gospel at citywide crusades at home, or massive sports stadiums abroad. From coast to coast and around the globe, we exist to reach the lost at any cost. From London, England, Guatemala, the Bahamas. Jamaica, Mexico, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Romania, Paris, Philippines, Brazil, Africa, Tokyo, Pakistan, India. 7.7 billion people call planet Earth home. Sadly, Earth is not our final destination. We have two options, heaven or hell, but not both. And hell is too long to be wrong. We're reaching the world one soul at a time. Time is ticking, people are hurting. And our mission is to offer hope to folks on Main Street to Wall Street. From our house to Hollywood. And schoolhouses church houses and even the white house time is ticking people are hurting but help is on the way
1: my friend. Well, that's a little sneak peek of our guest, Ambassador for Christ, author, television, radio hosts. Uh, amazing what God is doing through you. I'd like to welcome none other than Frank Shelton. Paul, I love you. And you're a love big part you. of it, buddy. We go way <laughs> back, about 15 years. Yes, we do.
2: And thank you for not only preaching Christ, but promoting others. So I'm a recipient. Yeah. What an
1: honor it is to be back on y'all's
2: studio. So I just want to tell all your viewers hello.
1: Well, thank you, Frank. And it's an honor and privilege to have you join us. And, you know, you have really lived out like the name of your tv show and your in yeah. your radio show by faith yes sir and i think anytime god calls a man or woman of god uh, or a person it really is a faith walk it and is. before we talk about your latest book urgency which i want to tell you friend stay glued to this because you'll want to hear what what frank has to share about where we're at in this hour and uh, it's a great resource for people that they can go to frankshelton.com and get it but talk about your background because yours is one that is very fascinating yes you've been globally evangelizing as they saw but Mm -hmm. i like for the viewers to get a little background on who the good lord's raised you up to be and kind of your journey you You know
2: that's interesting you say that um there's a lot in the blood and uh we're royalty because of the blood of the lamb amen Uh, we are now sixth generation washingtonians born on capitol hill i was born on capitol hill my mom was born the fourth of july I was born President's Day weekend. My son was born Inauguration Day, the hour Obama became president. My mother was at the U.S. Capitol pregnant with me. My father was employed at the U.S. Capitol pregnant with me. My mom goes into labor, literally thought she was gonna give birth to me in the halls of Congress. A lot of people come to Washington to visit. There's a few of us that were born to work. Can I get an amen? Yes, amen. So this is where it gets crazy. Um, (laughs) We're now five generation D.C. police. My father was acting assistant chief with the entire U.S. Capitol Police. At a 3,000 sworn civilian. my dad was number two in command when he retired. He protected eight U.S. presidents. Got the Secret Service Leadership Director Award. My father was the chairman of the inaugural committee for Bill Clinton's first inauguration. Um, but my great, great, great grandfather was the first of five generation D.C. cops. He escorted President Abraham Lincoln to Ford's Theater the night that he was shot. And when he walked by the African-American butler, it was the white Republican that helped open the door for an African-American. You know, you watch fake news, you're gonna get it backwards. Mm. And every time he walked by this African-American, the six foot four commander in chief with stovetop top hat would wink and say, see you later. True story, the night on Ford's theater, Good Friday, 1865, when he walked by the African-American that he employed at the majestic White House, he walked by him and he said, goodbye. And I'm convinced the greats know what time it is. And I submit to you that Lincoln knew his time was up. Mm. And he'd rather die to give a brother a chance. You know, it was LBJ, it was a white Democrat. It didn't even want to vote for the civil rights bill, but that's a whole nother sermon. But my ancestor was two doors down from Lincoln the night that he was shot. Some say the first to respond in two obituaries. It was my ancestor, a Shelton, who hand carried Lincoln across the street and the night Shelton. he died. Yeah, Joseph Gale Shelton, the first of now six generations in our family. My cousin recently, I believe, received Maryland State Trooper of the Year Award, but he went from D.C. to Maryland, but five in a row were D.C. cops. I was with the U.S. Capitol Police for two years. Had I stayed, I probably would either been a special agent on the Dignitary Protection Detail or the PIO, which is the Public Information Officer. But even when everything recently went down, at the U.S. Capitol, it was humbling. The assistant chief's office called me and asked me to do a prayer for the entire department. Mm. And within hours, I mean, we got deputy chiefs and special agents and officers all reaching out, some with tears, just that really ministered to me. So, I was going to go into politics, preach or protect the president, but my ancestor carried Lincoln. It was on my mother's side, my ancestor, in 1912 hand planted the world famous cherry blossoms around the tidal basin that a million come every April to see what my ancestors from my mom's side did. Wow. Uh, This is a true story, this is neat how history, when I talk about the blood, um, my ancestors come from England and uh, the one group was from Nottingham where Robin Hood was from and they were law enforcement. But this is where it really gets wild. It was my relatives from the UK were not only police, way back 150, 20 years ago. My mom's the historian family. It was Anne Beline Shelton, who was married to King Henry VIII. We were linked to the Queen of England. So my family's not only lineage is with the Queen, we protected the last 26 to 28 American kings because the presidency is an institution, not an individual. Mm. And there'll only be one king, but King Jesus. But it's crazy. My great-grandfather lived four doors down from a guy named John F. Kennedy and Jackie when he was a senator from Massachusetts when they lived in Georgetown. And then he gets elected the highest office in the land and he lives a little bit further down the street. The White House. So, we're not dropping names, but the blood is where where we're all at today. Um, We're either under the blood of the Lamb that taketh away the sins of the world, or we're under the blood of the beast system. You know, I had a chance 10 years ago, Paul, to be an extra in the Batman Dark Knight movie. The Holy Spirit said, do not be in this one. I Mm -hmm. was an extra in Rocky, I'm a big Stallone fan, yeah. um, but the Lord said when it comes to the Dark Knight, no, no, no. I didn't see any trailers, I didn't see any press, I didn't see nothing. Well, the villain in that movie is mar- wearing a mask, and the moment I saw that, this is ten, twelve years ago. It all made sense, and the beast mentality is really trying to to take away your identity. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy breathing in your own stuff with the mask. Yeah, and Satan is and a silence
1: the voices of. of- absolutely there are people that are bringing declaring his word yeah. yeah.
2: why well, did absolutely if you remember in the first diehard movie there was uh... steve urkel's father the, the cop the sergeant off duty the jovial african american yeah. he was getting twinkies when the call came in about nakatomi tower and bruce willis is fighting for his life up there and and then the terrorists start shooting out the lights and he actually said the sergeant they're shooting out the lights and his own deputy chief said he doesn't know what he's talking about And sure enough, he was right. But when Mm. they're shooting out the lights, that was 1988. What they've been doing for the last year during the lockdown is they're shooting out the lights. Truth tellers, pastors with a spine, pastors who fear God more than man. There's, you know, pastors were bragging during the lockdown. Oh, we got more viewers on social media. I said, no, don't be bragging about that. Jesus said in the last days, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves. Mm they can strip you off social media. Oh, they won't do that. Two weeks later, the president of the United States was kicked off social media. Mm. If you don't think they knocked the president out, they're gonna knock out the preachers. Just yesterday in yeah. Canada, Another pastor was arrested for snorting coke? No, for preaching Christ. That's how late in the game we are. Mm. So, you know, when I talk about royalty, yes, we're linked to a queen, and yes, we've been around a few kings. And we're a royal priesthood. But we are a royal priesthood. I I got an award at the UN of all places. That, That place needs some prayer. Mm. And the hallway, the United Nations, is a picture of Satan. Mm. You know, you think Congress is dark, go visit the UN. But I was trying to be a light in the dark. Yeah, because a light I, shines in the dark. It does. And, and we shouldn't run away from it. And right. I've read the end of the book, you know. <laughs> in my book, I'm just going to throw it out there. We talk about yeah. secret societies. They worship yeah. 666. Well, my wife and I got married 070707. 07, 07. Mm. Those are perfection numbers. Those are restoration numbers. Those are pure numbers. And Jesus is the Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. 777 beats 666 all day. So, you're either under the blood of the beast or the blood of the lamb. One brings fear, one other brings forgiveness in a future. You know, one promotes heaven, one promotes hell. One gives guilt, the other gives grace. And uh, the irony is those who are shackled with devil think they're in, freedom with their handcuffed you know the folks who love and lavish the mask around the mouth if you could look at an x-ray vision I'm convinced their heart is handcuffed mm. you know we were born to be free the first thing when Jesus told Lazarus to come forth. The second thing he said is unbound him, unloose him. Mm. You know, we need to get back to the road to Damascus. Can I get an amen? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, your governor's done a great job, but true freedom is in God, not government. But thank God when we've got some leaders who promote liberty
1: in the Lord. Amen. And I thank God that you have occupied till Jesus comes Amen. in your sphere of influence using the platform God has given you. Talk about not only what you did with the Billy Graham Evangelist Association, but what you've done for the Olympics over oh, yeah. the years. And then we're going to really dive into your well, latest thank book, you. Urgency.
2: Well, I think the church has been great over the years going after the poor, but mm-hmm. they failed to go after the powerful. And I had a young wow. heart for Hollywood. And God answered that prayer. 1985, I'm in the movies, 13 years old. They hand me a piece of paper. I said, what's this? He said, kid, it's a chance to spend the weekend with Sylvester Stallone. He says, you're not going to win. I filled it out. I gave it to him. He said, you're still not going to win. I'm like, we got to fire this guy. Give me some hope. (laughs) (laughs) I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And my godmother comes over the next week and she's talking about Rambo too. I said, did they give you a piece of paper? She goes, Yeah. I said, was it a contest to meet Sly? Yes. Do you think you knew the answers? I think. I said, Judy, two chances are better than one. I said, if I take you? Uh, if I win, I'll take you. And she rolled her eyes, little Frankie. If I win, I'll take you. Well, two months later, I get a call at nine o'clock at night. She won. She's screaming, Pack your bags. We're going to L.A. I spent the weekend with Sylvester Stallone in 1985. I'm Forrest <laughs> Gump. Before Forrest Gump, we bought Stallone a Bible. We gave Stallone a Bible in wow. Hollywood in 1985. Fast forward, so. The Lord opened up in 2012 for me to be a chaplain at the London Olympics, and the guys were with Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, Mm. and I got pictures with Tony Parker, played with Team France, and then 2016, I was the evangelism chairman of the entire Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. We saw 1,054 people get saved, including Olympians, fans, and Uber drivers,
1: and I was scheduled
2: to be in Tokyo last year, 2020, but that threw a curveball. Sure, whether you know why they went for gold we went for god um for the last four years i lead a weekly bible study every week in dover delaware to state senators home of president biden dover delaware and it's it's the first state it's a small state it's a blue state what
1: um, they need Jesus amen. and um it's not about your political party no, it's, it's about it's who needs Jesus and amen. when you vote for candidates up and down the ticket from local state yeah. regional and national you should always vote for candidates not based on their title but who is closest to a biblical worldview amen. where do they stand on the issues closest to a biblical world totally you yeah because we're now living in death to babies death to family death to the Constitution
2: death to America death to small business, that the entrepreneurial. Come on. I mean, if you align yourself with the party of death, I have to ask you in love, why so much mm. death? You know, the devil is symbolic of death. The Lord is life, liberty and love. And, uh, you know, so if you're a pastor or a Christian and you're just surrounded by death, Uh, you may want to reevaluate real quickly because we need to emulate him. Amen. Um, But with the Bible study, I had the honor. So when Vice President Biden's son, Bo, died at the time, I went and I had the chance to minister to Vice President Biden one-on-one at his son's casket. Now President Biden. Now President. Wow. And... um, You know, again, we need to go after the powerful. We need to be intentional. And you know, it's easy to destroy someone on social media and Facebook, and I hate these guys. No, it's hard to hate them when you've been on your knees weeping for them. Mm. Someone asked Billy Graham, my former boss, well, you pastored 13 presidents. Are, Are you after the right wing or the left wing? He said, I'm after the whole bird. <laughs> you know, and uh, I just Let me hear bleed. that one more time. This is Billy Graham, <laughs> and I'm with Paul Adato. <laughs> I only watch CTN. <laughs> but anyway, I no, uh, eye on Jesus. Man. Yeah, no, I, I, Jesus I love doesn't. Dr. Graham, but I, I, had, yeah. I was preaching in India in 2018 when he died, oh, and wow. uh, I flew him to pay my respects at the U.S. Capitol. Mm. It's neat how God brings things back around. Yes. And... Uh, But, you know, I did 10 of Franklin Graham's 50 State Decision America Tour, and I'm going to say something that most people have never connected together, but I was on the team so I can see it. Say it. Um, They underestimated President Trump, and they underestimated the church. When Franklin Graham did the fifty states in fifty two weeks mm. our own crusade team so it's franklin that's never been done before
1: we did decision america here and you Hines, were a big Florida, help. and you they were big help. We went live with it it was it amazing yeah
2: and you had their vice president on the show and mm-hmm. um, the bottom line is is with the 50 states, you know, they said, your daddy didn't do 50 states in 52 weeks. And Franklin basically said, I've been trying to tell you, I'm not my daddy. (laughs) You know, there's only one Billy Graham, Mm. but he's done a great job. Well, anyways, we did the 50 state tours, over a quarter of a million people showed up. We never told them who to vote for. 82% of Christians went out and voted, Mm. shocked the world, Trump comes in. Now the answer is in the Trinity, not Trump, but God still uses men and women imperfect men and women, Yes, and he gave us a space of grace, Um, but the devil basically said, you fooled us the first time, you will not fool us the second time, so then they released this virus from China, Mm. and the church is not allowed to congregate, they got to wear a mask, not here, but here, they were handcuffed. And, you know, Paul Revere said, give me liberty, give me death. I don't know what happened to my friends, but they caved like a deck of cards instead of standing up. Well, I'll sit out for the next stimulus check. That's not America, that's not Christian, and that's not the Bible. Amen. And so will the real Christians stand up? So they wouldn't allow us to go to church. And then um, Trump, right or wrong, love him or hate him, the guy's a rock star. He could send out Tuesday. I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa, Thursday, and 25,000 showed up. Mm-hmm. And I've met Biden. I've been in a room with Trump. But I'm just saying this in love. There is no way in the world that Biden got 80 million votes in someone's basement. <laughs> I mean, they said he had more votes than Barack Obama. There's mm-hmm. no way. I worked in the Obama White House as a Christian news. Uh, I, I helped with the Clinton. I did George W., two mm-hmm. months of Trump, just in different volunteer capacity. So I worked in four White Houses of both parties. I'm trying to be Paul, all things to all men to win some, not because I'm hypocritical, Mm -hmm. but if my dad could die for eight presidents, I can at least say hi to someone who's polar opposite of me. See I think we failed in society when these college players, oh well we won the national championship but he's not my president so I'm not going. This is across the board. They missed out on the greatest educational experience of their life. That's right. Because Martin Luther King Jr. said it best. If you're invited to the White House and you don't go, you failed at an opportunity to shine a
1: light. And I concur also when if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, it says you're to pray for all those in authority. Absolutely. And if God, you're supposed to, you may not like the candidate or like the president or their personality or whatever the scenario is. But you still must show honor, not out of idolizing them, because we idolize Jesus Christ and Him alone. Amen. But showing honor, so... Well, think
2: of this. Martin Luther King also said that we are called to be a thermostat, not a thermometer. A thermostat can actually change the temperature. Come on. The, th- the temperature only tells you what it is. Mm. So if you didn't show up and were car- callous and arrogant, we-, we can't warm up the room with the love of God. Mm. And, and, and if people really follow my ministry, I flew to Communist Nicaragua to minister with Daniel Ortega in his house. The president of Nicaragua. And pre- yeah, and when you think of Iran-Contra, it was with a guy named President Reagan and Ali North. Now, you know, why in the world would I go? Because he needs Jesus. And mm. I had, to hand, had the honor to hand deliver and help set up the White House Cabinet Bible study notes We're now in the hands of the Communist president, and they are implementing a Bible study in Nicaragua. If I was arrogant and didn't think we should go, God may not be in that room right now. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not for me to determine how it's all going to play out, but just like why in the world, when I left Biden's son's funeral, there were reporters outside and they said, "Um, are you a Republican or a Democrat? I said, I'm an American and I'm a born again Christian. They said, why in the world would you come today? I said, the Holy Spirit told me to come, and I didn't want the Biden, the vice president at the time, to feel like he was all alone when his bottom fell out. I wanted him mm. to see Jesus in the flesh. Amen. And I had met him 25 years before. We talked about it. I told him I was now on staff with Billy Graham. But um, I've been to the U.N., I've been to the White House, I've been to the Congress, but it is a privilege to be a representative of Congress. Mm-hmm. It's a higher honor to be a representative of Christ.
1: Come on. And we just got to shine a light. And um, yeah, Talk about urgency. Yeah. You wrote this book, Urgency. Why would you write it? Well... Um, You've kind of been hitting on it a little bit. <laughs> well, so I was booked
2: in 10 countries in 12 months in 2020 so I did 20 years working for politics. I did two years with the U.S. Capitol Police. And like you said at the beginning of the program, I left my faith July 27th, 2007, without a single booking to preach the gospel. I left retirement 401k health insurance. Comfortable. A lot of people teach faith, but not everyone lives by faith. Uh-oh. And that's why I was able to stand so strong in the storm with the pandemic. Um, All your cancellations. My whole
0: life's been (laughs) faith. Yeah, Yeah. we get
2: saved by faith, we walk by faith. Mm -hmm. And I was booked in 10 countries in 12 months. I just preached to 100,000 people at Nelson Mandela Soccer Stadium. Mm. Um, I just was back two weeks before in Nicaragua. The the President himself asked me to lay hands on Daniel Ortega to pray for him. I was getting on a flight March 6, 2020, to fly to Pakistan by myself to 150,000 Muslims, 10 miles from where they killed Osama bin Laden. And they told me the Taliban was going to be on the rooftops. And they said, you can come, but you probably won't come home. And I don't know any other pastor in America, Paul, that booked his own flight, was flying without a spouse. Security detail. I was not getting a salary. I wasn't getting a love offering. On by faith. I was Rambo with a water gun. Can I get an name? <laughs> and I was going to preach to that crowd people ask me, why do you shop at Walmart? You preach Jesus because Target's already on my back. (laughs) That's (laughs) why I'm at Walmart. (laughs) But I was willing to die. And the next day, the COVID hit, go home, slow the spread two weeks. The crusade never happened. And I was actually upset that it didn't happen. I knew as a woman who can feel her biological clock is ticking, 35, 36, 37. If I'm going to have a baby, it's probably maybe now. Mm -hmm. We don't have forever. And I also knew that the walls were closing. And because I went so hard, so fast, I believe those who went after souls before the pandemic are the ones to listen to in the middle of one. God gave me a word. Some of the biggest churches in the country collapsed. They preach faith and now they're stuck in fear. And the interesting thing is, mm. is God gave me a word, if you didn't have a backbone in the pandemic, you didn't deserve a microphone when we come out of one. Mm. And and people, LOL used to mean laugh out loud. Lately, it means lack of leadership by people all over America sending me private messages. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, our church was running 4,000, but man, I'm so disgusted with our lack of leadership.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. I know we only have a few minutes, Frank, but you know, George Barnes says 6% today of all these have a biblical worldview. In other words, we have all these churches, all this Christian media, all this. Yeah. And I thank God for it. God uses it. But 6% have a true biblical worldview. Thus, we're not impacting culture.
2: Yeah, well, the cover of my book is Urgency and it's an hourglass and the sand of time is coming through. And a lot of people are saying, you got to write the book, write the book. And because of my back here on, on the hill, um, because of my family's lineage with 150 years as detective and protection, because of the connections at other places, I was able to connect the dots. And I know it's an on-time word. Um, We talk about uh, salvation is greater than vaccination. Amen. You know, where everyone's saying, trust the science. The Lord said, trust the Savior. Um, You know, the dead center verse in all the Bible is Psalm 118. And if there was a fortune cookie with one scripture verse, the dead center of the Bible says, better to trust in God than put your trust in man. Amen. I'm going to go on record, Fauci needs the father, Gates needs God. Mm-hmm. My prayer is that Biden would fall in love with the Bible. Harris would be on her way to heaven. Trump needs the Trinity. Um, it's not about Republican, Democrat. It's either you're saved or you're lost. The subtitle of my book is called Heaven or Hell. Mm. You know, we're not giving away a trip to Hawaii, but we're giving away a trip to heaven. Mm. And we're so late in the game, if we're not in the bottom of the ninth, we're in the top of the ninth.
0: Mm.
2: And people ask me back then, Frank, you've been on Air Force One, you flew on Air Force Two. Yesterday, I was on Southwest Airlines. (laughs) But you're in first class if you're doing God's will. But they're like, why would you leave all that? Well, one, God gave me that. Two, no one can take what he already did. Amen. But the answer is not in the White House. It's, are you right in your house? Amen. And, and I'm telling you, more than ever, I mean, we've been so Speak busy. Speak to
1: them as we wrap up
2: here. Yeah, well, we've been so busy playing checkers, you know, mm. is it LeBron or Kobe? Is it the Beatles or Elvis? We're so busy playing checkers. The real battle is at the chess table. And I just want to encourage you, coming to Jesus is as easy as the ABCs. You're going to spend your life one way or another. It's going to be heaven or hell. You know, why die with the devil when you can live forever with the Lord? And don't buy the lie you've done too much, too bad, because the reason your rearview mirror is smaller than your car windshield, because where you're going with God is more importantly than where you've been with the devil. Mm. So the next time the devil brings up your past, remind him of his past, because he doesn't have one. So today, I just want to encourage you, come to Jesus as easy as the A, B, C's A, admit that you're a sinner, B, believe on Jesus Christ. The Lord is greater than Lucifer. And see, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I wouldn't live another day without getting right with God today. Jesus Mm. said, today is the day of salvation. Just whisper a simple prayer like this. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, but you're the Savior. I heard as a little kid that Jesus died for the world, but I realized today, if it was just me, Jesus died on the cross for me. Come into my heart forgive me of my sins. I want to repent from my past. I want you to take my dark, dirty sins, mix them with your rich royal blood and make them white like snow. Save my soul. And when they put you in a grave, Muhammad's dead, Buddha's dead, Confucius dead, religion's dead. But on the third day, you rose from the grave. And because you live, I'm putting my trust in the living Lord. Thank you for saving my soul. Thank you for giving me a peace, and a purpose, and a plan, but most importantly, thank you for giving me a place in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Well, you make sure and go get that book, Urgency, on Amazon, or go to frankshelton.com to get an autographed copy. See you next week, same time, same place. God bless you.